Thursday, September 16th, 2021. Wow, almost the end of the week. Almost on my annual vacation. Not like, I'm not going to lie, it's not like I really need it because I haven't been working very much lately. Work has been, work has been very slow, so uh, I, ha I have been home a lot. It actually feels, uh, it's, it's kind of normal for September, even into October, but August was a little bit quiet because of all the uh, uh, city... Uh, cities locking down, the resurgence of the virus, uh, and cancellations of uh, various meetings and things like that, and the university's not wanting outsiders, uh, like any outsiders, onto uh, their campus. Uh, so yeah, it's been kind of a quiet few months, uh, which is okay. I've been getting other things done, but this gets me thinking, actually. This might not last, first of all. Uh, I, I've also just been given another contract, uh, or i it's been put through, I guess I should say. I don't have it yet. Uh, but uh, so another annual contract coming up. So as soon as I sign that, I I want to say I'm locked in. But let's face it, can we trust any employment these days? We just have to be, uh, I guess, a little bit resilient, flexible, ready, prepared. There we go. Prepared would be the word uh, for anything that could happen. Who knows, right? Um, but anyway, so lock in for another year uh contract uh, apartment contracts also solidified so uh it looks like i'm staying put in china for at least another year which gets me of course thinking about what can i accomplish in that time uh especially with my birthday that just passed these are sort of the years and the moments that i mark uh more than things like christmas or new year's just because I, these are my milestones. I don't know if I'm ever gonna, if I'm always gonna have a job come October or November. And uh, the birthdays is just you know the the age ticker, the counter that's going on, right? With the insurance companies making educated guesses as to how long you're actually gonna live. You know, someone's uh, betting when you're going to uh, pass on. So uh, these are sort of the 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 counting mechanisms I have uh, that uh, I use to keep track of and keep myself honest throughout the day. And so today, a couple days ago, I mentioned this, um, this gaming competition, this build build a game within 48 hours, Ludum Dare, which it's Ludum Dare, not Ludum Dare. Uh, Ludum Dare is Latin for to give a game. Uh, so I was thinking about this and I was looking into it today. It's held twice a year. Uh, the next one's actually October 5th which I'm not gonna, I don't think I'd take part in, but I've been looking at some of the games that have been created. Some of them are pretty neat. I mean, I don't know if they're... I, I, <laughs> how did they even think of some of these things was uh, uh, sort of my question. But uh, So it's held in October and then also in November. Um, so it just gets me thinking with, with this time off, how do I best use it? And I'm looking at this calendar that I had marked down 100 days of Python. And I have one, two, three, four, four, com three complete ticks and one, two, three, four partial ticks. So what that means is that I complete the full ticks or that I actually did everything for that day. And the partials are things that I only did half of. But that isn't true because like the last portion of that course is a lot of self, uh, like it's no, there are no more tutorials after about day 70. It's all sort of challenges that uh, are, are, that you need to accomplish and that, but they also have solutions. 
which I think is probably the main thing that I'm looking for is just to watch someone build something in Python and then pick it up like that. So kind of like, I guess, learning a language by sort of uh, participating in it rather than uh, having to, or sorry, by watching someone else do it, listening. This would be my extensive listening and then picking up at that and then applying the things that I need. Because unlike human languages, I guess with computer languages, it doesn't seem like you have to be fluent in any one language. You're never really, like, I don't think a lot of these people are aiming to be, you know, spy level hackers and shit like that. It's more that uh, they're just trying to be proficient enough to make their way around uh, different programming languages for different uses. Whereas, like, with you know um, human languages there's there's a lot there can be a lot of emphasis emphasis placed on grammar so your structure uh your pronunciation uh, so how you're saying words and can it be distracting if uh you are saying a word in a manner that someone else might not understand uh, and then also your vocabulary are you able to actually express uh, what you need or understand what someone else is saying with computer languages, I mean, you're copy-pasting, you're looking up, you have this ability to spend as much time researching whatever you want. This takes me down to, brings me up to, what am I going to do within this next month that was the deadline for this 100 days of Python code that I was trying to do, that I started back on July 1st. Now, I have been pretty consistent in touching base with Python. I also signed up for a web development course, now I'm getting into Blender. So there's a few things. Blender, then I mentioned Unity. Now, Blender uses Python, but Unity, as far as I can see, uses C Sharp. And this is why I bring up the, you know, learning languages. How much do you actually need to know? I don't know if I really want to do a whole course on C Sharp, to tell you the truth. But how fast could I learn it? How fast could I learn what I needed to know in order to start building something in a program such as Unity? This brings me to my, my big thought here is like, well, do I even have to spend 100 days on Python or could I somehow, you know, hack my way through it, like bang my way through it in a few days? Because it's it, the, the course was scheduled for two hours every day. What if I just did two hours every three hours sort of thing? Like, so I had four sessions throughout the day or something and just bang them out as soon as I could. Uh, as fast as I uh, can, basically, instead of drawing it out for so long, for 100 days. And I say this because I have the time coming up. What if I took a few days off from my Chinese studies uh, and, and my Russian studies, and pushed everything else off, and just focused on the Python course? Just get that one done, and then switch over to the web development one, which kind of overlaps a little bit. Get that one done, and then that way, check those boxes... I'll consider myself to be at least uh, working knowledge of Python and then start working to implement the different projects and different codes in the different scenarios. So, I mean, again, it's like with automations, can, what can I build in that time? Um, actually, I, I guess what I would be aiming for by going through the course is I just want to touch base with the language. I don't want to necessarily build anything functional that I need right now. That will, that will happen later when I have more time to sit down and think through some things. So that gets me thinking about, you know, in general, how much time, why, why draw something out? Why don't we just sit down 
why don't I just sit down and do this right away now? But I, I say this because I, I'm thinking about how long it's been, and now I have this idea just sitting down and getting through the course. Well, why didn't I do that before? And it's because th there seems to be a, a, a time period where you have to spend only, or you can only spend one or two hours a day on the subject because your brain is in overdrive. Like you're, you're being faced with so much stimulus, so much information coming through that it's not necessarily that you don't want to spend all day. It's that you just get tired, <laughs> right? And you're like, and sometimes your brain does need time to uh, solidify, to uh, formalize the, uh, the, the information in in your brain, like I guess connect the synapses, I'm not sure. Uh, so that that's sort of the idea I have. I mean, because with the Python code, basically in a month time, I have three choices. Uh, do I extend it until I'm actually officially done the challenge? Uh, do I give up? I can say, okay, that's it, I'm not, I'm not gonna deal with Python. Or do I, I mean, just get through it, not necessarily in the next, uh, next month, but just sit down and do it right now. Like I have the motivation, I have this desire, I wanna get this done, I don't want it hanging over my head anymore. Um, let's just get through it. So that's the idea. Um, we'll see if it sort of sh takes shape. Um, I, I would like to, I'm thinking about when I can, if I have to work tomorrow, that's fine. Uh, but then it'd probably be, could I start it on like even Saturday or Sunday or Monday? It could, it's mid-autumn festival, so there might be some things going on uh, that, might, that I might want to take uh, take part in. Uh, I know Burgerfest is taking place this weekend, but it's way out uh, in Lang Yuan Station, which is far northeast Beijing, which sounds like, oh, well, why don't you just take the subway? Because it would take an hour, an hour and 15 minutes to get there by subway. Now, I'm not sure if I'm that committed to Burgerfest. I'd rather just go to each individual restaurant you know, and do like a, a burger uh, tour, basically, then go way out that way. And yeah, no, it's just so far. Uh, in that time, I could cover three or four places within the city. Uh, this morning, this I spent the time actually watching a Chinese movie. And a couple days ago, I gave you guys this list. Uh, and so today's was Kuku uh, Xili. Now this, it's translated as Mountain Patrol in English. Uh, it was released in 2004, it won quite a few awards. I, th I think it was shot on film, like actual film. Um, it takes place in Tibet, like on the far reaches of Tibet sort of thing, like near the mountains. And it, I don't know, I mean, it, it wasn't my first choice. I kind of came to it, I, I checked two or three other movies and they all were just, it was depressing. I mean, there was, uh, women getting raped. There were people dying left, right, and center. None of the movies that my teacher gave me were particularly happy. So <laughs> I settled on this one only because it was uh, it's 85 minutes in duration. And with 85 minutes, it should take me about two, two and a half hours to watch since I will be picking out words to learn throughout. Um... So that's one of the things, and what are the words I learned? There's a few, bao zhong, like uh, take care of yourself. Uh, oh, I can't read these names. Shang jiao, uh, break, uh, way, way fast to break the law. Um, 
and Jiao Yin is foot impressions, which doesn't sound like much, but it's like your footsteps. You know, how do you say footsteps? Well, Jiao Yin. So the it did take only 85 minutes, and I can't say that this movie was any happier. As a matter of fact, I'm watching it and going, wow, did that just happen? I mean, they this it's about this, I guess in the 90s, uh, late 80s and the 90s, there was an issue in Tibet of there are a lot of uh, peasant poachers or peasants from other provinces coming to Tibet and poaching antelopes, antelope furs and antelope horns, and then selling them, I guess, uh, on, on, I guess on the black market or wherever. I think it was, some of it went to Europe, but then Beijing, this... And the story centers around this reporter that comes from Beijing to Tibet to tr to follow this volunteer police group, this mountain patrol group that is assembled like a group of, I don't know, seven or eight men. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but let's just put it this way. I think the survival rate is uh, 10%. <laughs> um, it's based on a true story. Let's put it that way. So the, the fact that this guy came, uh, went out to Tibet, re came back to Beijing, reported about it, and then Beijing cracked down on him. Went, okay, yeah, we're not going to do, we're not going to let that happen. We're going to have to send some, we're send actual people out there to, to deal with it. But yeah, it was just strange how, it, I guess not strange, but just the reality of the situation that when you go out into um, the desert, into a mountainous area, undeveloped, where where you don't have ready access to like cell phone towers, water, food, you know, the, the necessary necessities in life. Uh, what's your chance of survival, especially in some in inclement weather in harsh conditions such as uh, is found in like the, the mountainous areas of Tibet? Very it was a great movie. I'm not gonna lie. It was actually very well done, uh, very well paced. It wasn't glorified at all. It wasn't like a, you know, a glitzy glam sort of take on life and uh, the Tibetan plateau or Tibetan mountainous areas, it was like, this is happening, this is what this group is set out to do, and it will it will complete its mission. Yeah, uh, highly recommend it. I will put the link for it because I found it online. As far as I know, it was just open for viewing. Um, so I'll put the link there. I hope I don't get in trouble for that. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, because, I mean, it was just, Fun, funtv.com or something, or not .com, it's .cn. Uh, but anyway, yeah, if you get a chance, um, it was not subtitled in English. It was actually spoken mostly in Tibetan, and then it was subtitles in standard Mandarin Chinese, which was neat because I had to read it all, but at the same time, it was I actually found it kind of neat that I could read so much of it. Uh, there were a few characters I couldn't get because the subtitles were blurred a little bit, uh, so, yeah, I didn't get 100% of the characters. But anyway, interesting movie. Uh, well worth it. Uh, I do recommend it. Go ahead, find it online or find it wherever. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's my second movie that I've watched. So I'm not sure if I'll have a chance to watch another one soon. But uh, so far, so good, I guess. All right, Thursday, you guys. I hope you're doing well. Getting close to the weekend. Uh, Canada, you had your long weekend a couple weeks ago. Uh, China, we're having our uh, long weekend coming up this weekend for the Mid-Autumn Festival. i got to go get some more of those uh, chocolate mooncakes from Widome, if they still have them. 
Hope you guys are well. Take care. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.